0: I'm Dean Murdoch, and this is Amazing Places. My guest this week is Andrew Appleton, a first-term councillor from the District of Oak Bay. Hi, Andrew. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks so much for for joining. What made you decide to to get involved in the first place? Why did you want to become a a municipal councillor?
1: When we moved to the community about six or seven years ago, uh, we were really interested in getting involved uh, with, with the community, uh, kind of getting plugged into volunteer organizations. And, and it's definitely a community that, that does that very well. Uh, so I found that it was really easy to meet people, really easy to, to kind of get in touch with sort of the, the pulse of the community and uh, met a lot of people that were uh, sort of movers and shakers in the community. And I, and I really admired what they were doing you know, sort of discussing topics of interest around the community. And, and some of these people that I respect quite a lot um, actually started asking me whether I would be interested in in, in participating in politics and, that, and I hadn't really considered it at all. Uh, the more, you know, these, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily have put myself in that spot, but these people that, you know, I respect a lot and I respect their judgment and their inputs, um, you know, people who had put a lot of time into the community, that they were asking me to consider it, I had to consider it. Uh, and so I, I very quickly, quickly found myself actually running for it. And, and I, you know, after asking some people in the community that, uh, that uh, you know, that are, that are good friends and, and people that I appreciate, you know, having their support made all the difference. So uh, I, I went for it. I was really pleased to have the support. Yeah, it's been a fantastic experience.
0: One of the things that we hear a lot about in the capital region in particular is housing as a a significant issue um, and the cost of housing. Uh, For many people, the reality of home ownership is becoming a, a distant dream. I know in Oak Bay that can be particularly challenging because there are a lot of restrictions or prohibitions on the kinds of housing that can take place within the community. So I read with interest your comments uh, about a recent example that just sort of illustrates some of the issues in Oak Bay, and that was with respect to uh, a duplex zone, creation of a, a duplex in a community. Why don't you take us through that? What, how, did, how did you find yourselves in this situation to begin with? What did council decide to do?
1: Right well and it's an interesting question Um, and I think that if you asked a lot of people uh, who are sort of uh, casually familiar with the district um, they they might be hard-pressed to identify where in Oak Bay you might find a duplex um, and and what those duplexes look like so it's an interesting conversation. Basically there is an area of Oak Bay um, north of Estevan village uh, in, the, in the northern part of the community, that that has a, a, a number, several dozen, or you know, over over a hundred duplexes um, that were built primarily in the 1950s. Um, that, that date back to the sort of 1950s, 60s. There was another, uh, a fairly. Uh, Uh, there there was essentially a building boom or a a fairly uh, compact uh, duration of development that happened around then in that area and these duplexes were were installed and and there's a a number of streets there where there's a number of duplexes all in a row, the whole street will be these duplexes. Subsequent to those duplexes being built um, in the 1980s uh, the zoning that that permitted those duplexes was actually removed. Um, so there, for a long time, there was no duplex zoning. So what essentially what you have is you have duplexes that are sitting on lots that are now zoned as single-family residential, they're, they're residential lots. So uh, those duplexes are an important housing option. And so they've been retained for a, a number of years because they give People the opportunity to live in one half of the duplex and and potentially rent the other half or have different living arrangements. It's one ownership, but um, two different units. So there's there's a, a different uh, living style there. Uh, but the issue then becomes if people want to build if somebody approaches us to build a new duplex, um, there is no there really isn't a zone that allows for that. And so. Recently, just within the last couple of years, we've had to re- we've re-implemented the the duplex zoning, uh, but you end up being in this interesting spot where a lot of these duplexes it is a duplex, it is a building which exists. but to be a, to continue to be a duplex or to build a new duplex, you actually have to rezone the land from <laughs> residential to duplex. To back to duplex, for want of a better word. Um, so it's it's an interesting challenge. And, and one of the challenges that's associated with that is if you have a duplex on a lot, and as I say, some of these are, you know, well, well over 50 years old, um, because of the way that it's zoned, you can tear down a duplex and replace that with a single family home. So essentially, instead of a uh, multi-unit or a two unit, you have a single unit, you know, a large single unit. So whether or not that's you know whether or not that's where you want to be is you know up for debate, but that's uh, that that's that's an issue. Is we're actually losing some of these duplexes. What so there's the issue of zoning for duplex, and then there's also the issue of um, stratifying duplex. So whether or not you have a duplex that uh, is a is a strata that where you can actually sell both components. Where we have duplexes right now, but because they're not really zoned for duplex. You can't strata them, you can't break them up into two pieces and sell them. So this unit that we considered recently was a matter of, it was the first uh, stratification or first two unit strata that had been considered, well basically uh, there is one other building that was built new near Estevan village, but um, uh, this essentially for all intents and purposes is the first one we've dealt with. And it ends up being a challenge, and that was, as per your comments, uh, it ends up being a challenge for, for us collectively as council in that uh, the current zoning or the current duplexes provide a, a, a good rental option uh, because you can own the building and, and rent out, like I say, half of that duplex. So it gives a more affordable housing option. Uh, But the prospect of a strata, a two-unit strata, where both sides of the duplex could be sold and and purchased, that's yet another housing option where it it, uh, potentially gives a less expensive uh, ownership option uh, between, uh, you know, an apartment and a single-family home. It's that missing middle that we always talk about. So is that a good missing middle option? So it was a real challenge to consider whether what's going to be the best option in that regard.
0: So, in effect, by removing that uh, duplex zone and by default, that zone then goes back to single family single family zone based on uh, the the zones that exist within the bylaw. You then have these non conforming duplexes sitting on those lots, and as you said you've effectively reduced the administrative burden for somebody if they were to knock the house down and replace it with a single family home rather than go through the process of trying to build another duplex it actually is more time and labor intensive in dealing with the the district to make that happen than if you were to just build a regular single family home
1: that's correct. Yeah, that, that there's less process to do that, essentially, because that's the way the land is zoned as single-family residential. There's, there's less process and less, um, yeah, just, just less to do if you just wish to build a single-family home on a lot that's zoned for that purpose. So a couple of years ago was they had they reinstituted, or that the, the use of that duplex zoning was reinstituted because uh, somebody wished to build a, a new duplex, which was the first new duplex in decades Um, and so somebody uh, proposed to do this um, and and did so and that was the genesis of of re-implementing that duplex zoning again which which like I say was a couple of years ago so for the purposes of this one that we were recently considering the lot had actually already been rezoned it had to be first had to be rezoned from residential single-family residential to duplex even though it already had a duplex on it and then the second phase of that, which we considered recently, was the uh, was creating a strata. So doing that subdi- the, the strata subdivision to create two different dwelling units, two separately owned units.
0: So even though this zone now exists, it's still more complicated to try and achieve that zone uh, through a rezoning than it would be to just keep what you've got, which would be the single family zone. So how do you correct that problem? How do you create policies that encourage a diverse range of housing options for people so you can achieve as you talked about that that the missing middle that you can begin to fill in those gaps with different kinds of housing for people so that Oak Bay can continue to to grow as a population people can continue to find homes in Oak Bay
1: yeah well and then that's that's the big question it's an excellent question I think what as a council we when we came in as a collective council a couple of years ago, we collectively embarked and put a priority on this housing strategy. So there's a housing strategy underway for for the district that includes a bunch of different components. Uh, It includes a review of secondary suites, which is a whole nother affordable housing option um the the policies around duplex we've talked about this at council recently that um there is not currently you know a specific policy dealing with duplexes that would also be included in that housing strategy um we've also got a village planning process that's underway to talk about what will how will the, the villages evolve our village centers and what does that look like so i would say that the the duplex piece fits into this larger housing strategy that, that, we're, that we're evolving right now. And it, it is, it's a big process. There's a lot of work going on behind the scenes on it. Um, it's really um, a first or something that's quite, as far as a detailed review of all different housing types, it's, um, it's new. So um, we're, we're, we're wrestling with it. The staff are doing a ton of work. Uh, So I would say it's kind of incorporated into that and we're asking ourselves a bunch of questions like this as we go through saying where are the priorities, how do we wrestle with all these different pieces. So I would say it's, you know, it's early days, but I think that there's a pretty strong uh, interest on, you know, on while on my part and from what I've heard from members of the community to kind of look at these housing options for sure, Create, create housing options.
0: While it, it's unique for Oak Bay to embark on a strategy of, of this particular scope, some of the measures you're talking about are, are not at all new, right? I mean, uh, I, as you know, I used to sit on Saanich Council and Saanich permitted secondary suites a decade ago. Um, Victoria as well, uh, a number of other of our surrounding communities permit secondary suites and have since permitted garden suites and and introduced a number of other kinds of housing options. Why do you think Oak Bay has had this reluctance to go down this road up until now?
1: Well, it's a good question, and I think that you know nobody would be surprised to hear that you know sort of Oak Bay has a has a reputation as being fairly conservative in its approach to change, and you know and and sort of uh, slow and uh, to 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 sort of adopt a new things or this classical uh, sort of. Uh, image of, of sort of waiting to see what happens around the region before uh, before proceeding forward. I think that the reason that that manifests itself is because people just have such a value for, you know, the, the nature of their community, how their community feels and, and, and th- things like things like streetscape and interactions with people and, uh, you know, just your, your your green space, your urban green space, your parks, your public areas, the interaction with people in our villages and these kinds of things. And so people are, are and, and it, 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 it is a, a really fantastic community in those regards. And people are very, uh, you know, they take a lot of ownership of that. And they take a, a, they take that really, really seriously. And I, and I understand that because it's it's a really valuable thing. And, and community is a hard thing to, to to put your finger on and a hard thing to create, right? I, th- I think people are concerned, or at least they want to proceed with caution to make sure that uh, if we modify the housing mix or if we, if we uh, add different housing options into the community, that it doesn't detract from what we've already got, that it doesn't detract from that community feel. They have this really strong sense of community. And I've always believed in it and I, I still believe it and I'm still really dedicated to the idea that it's, it's not a, it's, it's a zero sum, it's not an either or kind of thing. I, I think that we've got every ability to retain kind of some of that character that, that makes Oak Bay really great but but add in these options. I think that there's innumerable different options that are um, lower impact that can fit in around existing things that can you know that uh, that that you know, almost are, are invisible as you add in housing options into a community, and and can be really successful. So I'm really dedicated to this idea that we can add in these missing little pieces without detracting from what we've already got.
0: It is, it's interesting. I think. Oak Bay, in in some regards, is the envy of, of many other communities in Greater Victoria because you do have that very animated community presence. The Oak Bay Village uh, along Oak Bay Avenue is something that a lot of communities model their village centers after. That's the kind of dynamic that other communities want to create. But the the connection between that and the putting that at risk potentially with different kinds of housing, I, I have to say that i don't really see the connection because the evidence to me seems to suggest that by creating a, a range of housing you you actually you, you actually introduce more potential buyers into the marketplace and more people to to enjoy the community and and the more people who want to live in that desirable place the more who will contribute to that desirability um i, I don't see how that would in any way detract
1: yeah, and I, and, and, and I tend to agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, na- neighbors with, you know, uh, uh, you know new energy, new, I- new ideas, new neighbors, just bringing what they're bringing to the table. Absolutely. Um, and not just that. I mean, and, and that's, that's critically important and, and encouraging new, more and diverse people to, to move into the community. That activates the community. That energizes the community. And what I'm also concerned about is having those housing options so that the people that we've got in the community that are creating that community. the community isn't just the built environment. I won't say it's not the built environment because the built environment's important for that, but the community is created by the people and the activities and the energy from the people that are in it. And so we have all these really great folks in our community. And a lot of them are retired. We have an older demographic but a lot of them are retired and I'm concerned that if we don't have housing options for them that we're going to lose those people out of the community because we don't have an appropriate place for them to go to. People are looking at downsize or they want a different option. Um, yeah, we have seniors but they are not not active seniors. These are not stationary seniors. These are very involved seniors. And, you know, they want to be in the village, they want to be meeting with friends, they want when well, we could do that, of course. Uh, you know, they want to be active, they want to be doing the things in their community, and I, I don't want to lose those people. Um, so I, I would like to have housing options for them as well. So it's, it's both people who are coming in and, and hanging on to these, these community activators that, that make the community what it is, right?
0: Um, uh, sort of on the other side of that, when they do want to downsize and sell their, their large home, there will be a very narrow group of potential buyers to come in and replace them because there's no ability to, to secure the kind of mortgage required to purchase that place for most young families or, or even new, purchase, new home purchasers who want to get into the market to get into that kind of home, to take on that kind of mortgage without some kind of you know, euphemistic mortgage helper by creating a secondary suite or a garden suite that's gonna give them a little bit of revenue to help uh, pay for, for that mortgage. And then additionally create housing through rental. Someone who uh, wants to also enjoy that community but is not gonna be in a position to buy will also be able to, to get into Oak Bay and, and become a, a dynamic contributing member of, of that community.
1: Yeah, these are very high real estate values. There's just no debating and there's no way to get around that. These are very, very high real estate values. So facilitating a way of, of creating homes, like we talk about units and things like that. And people use the term units, how many units They're all homes, right? When we talk about it, it's, it's a dwelling space. It's a home for somebody. Yeah. So if we have the opportunity to create more diverse homes, people get hung up on one one kind of thing. They say, "Well, you know, do we want more of you know? Do we want big fourplexes? Do we want more towers? Do we want these kinds of things?" And, and I often like to return to, well, we need a diversity. We need everything, we need a little bit of everything, because at different stages of your life, you're gonna need something different. So it's not so much about, we need to build tons of this kind of thing. It's about, let's diversify the housing mix. And, and, and I appreciate your comments on, you know, uh, how to use some of these larger single family homes um, that are that are expensive and difficult to purchase. Uh, I, I really value some of these where, where you have a potential secondary unit that's allowed in that building and you can have multi-generational uh, you know, uh, families living on the same property.
0: Are there creative tools that Oak Bay could put in place that might allow people to renovate their home, stay in their home, but be creative about uh, how they might be able to put it to, to better use and maybe create additional units?
1: It's something that I've actually been been really excited about um, because this has happened a couple of times since I've been on council and I've been, been watching it happen is, is that, um, you know, we have, some, we have some larger houses. We have some houses that could conceivably, you know, that were built as very large single family houses, but can conceivably operate as multi-unit houses, you know, have multiple dwelling units in it. And what we've seen already, uh, just in my time on council, is, is a, a number of developers come forward with the idea of um, heritage revitalization agreements. So the ability to subdivide off part of the lot and build a new smaller home and then in addition, uh, create you know, revitalize the existing home uh, and, and upgrade it for energy efficiency, sometimes create more than one dwelling unit or, or legalize the fact that it already had multiple dwelling units in it. Um, I'm, I'm really keen on, on that idea. I really like the way that, that that ends up playing out because we do have these larger buildings that, that um, you know, if if you're looking at streetscape and, and feel of the, of the neighborhood, you can potentially create multiple dwelling units in that building without really changing how it looks at all um, and then getting a more energy efficient building besides. So I think that's a great process. I think that there's a lot of potential for it that's still there in Oak Bay and I think uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see more of that come forward. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful in that regard. So that's kind of like the, the, the topic writ large. Um, you know, in terms of, of individual buildings, um, you know, again, we have seen people convert, I, you know, we need to, uh, we still have a number as it is in Saanich and Victoria and some other surrounding municipalities, getting people off of heating oil is one, um, we still have uh, heating oil fired. I was, I was surprised the number number's not coming to me off the top of my head, but it's, it's still a, a large-ish number, like a better part of 20%, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that number, but um, a, you know a non-insignificant number of houses are still being heated through heating oil, uh, which if you could address that, even just that one thing, and, and Sanich and, is, is, and other municipalities are providing incentives to get off of heating oil and decommission those systems and get onto different heating systems, um, we're, I, I'd be interested in doing that as well. Uh, yeah, and certainly upgrades to existing buildings. Those, you know, the the energy retrofit piece, um, and being able to, uh, you know, capture rainwater. These kinds of things would be would be really valuable. I think we can be really creative with some of these older older houses, um, and and they're they're well constructed. you know, and I and I would like to see them. Uh, you uh, updated, uh, but with the idea that, you know, in a lot of cases, those updates get driven by the fact that, you know, you might need an additional dwelling unit in there. You might need an additional home to help sort of drive that, that, that renovation. So there's, there's a lot of options in, in that regard. Um, and I really would like to see us, uh, retrofit. I think it's eminently possible, but I think we're just at the, in our community, we're just taking the very first step. To start making that happen. So, um, you know, I I, I said kind of when I was running for office, I said, you know, I really like the sustainability of the house that's already there, right? You know, there's a lot of embodied carbon again in that house, and uh, people want to see their houses retained for heritage value. And there's also that value of just retaining a a well constructed building.
0: You uh, talked a bit about the strategy for for housing, and a number of these things will, will likely be spelled out as part of a strategy what does the timeline look like when do you think that something may come out uh that would give oak bay residents and and prospective builders and buyers in oak bay some indication of of what those uh those options are going to look like
1: well what we've said is is that you know this housing strategy is a strategic priority for this council and then, and our expectation is is that uh you know these housing pieces and this the the bulk of this housing strategy is going uh, with village plans and those kinds of things available by the end of this council term by 2022 so um, you know staff is is working assiduously on that and we're going to have a lot more information about how we go about providing those housing options by the time this council term is up and I think Practically, you know, we've had a little bit of a setback with COVID, um, but I, I know that um, you know everybody's still there. People are working 100% behind the scene, COVID or no COVID. People have been hard at work on it. So, uh, so I, I expect that by the end of this council term in 2022, that there will be some pretty uh, substantive information out to the public, and and the public will have had a really good opportunity to weigh in on this and discuss it as a community about what works for them and what, what do they, they, what would they like to see happen so I'm really, I'm really hopeful about that I I'm, 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 look, I'm looking forward to it especially things like the village plans which are going to be a really interesting process for us to go through um, I'm keen to hear from the community on it I'm keen for us to get out to the community as soon as possible and start talking about this because as you know this stuff doesn't happen in a vacuum uh, we're, you know there's going to be a couple of rounds of, of public engagement where we're through, we want to hear what people to say about. It.
0: Andrew, I've uh, so enjoyed the opportunity to talk to you about housing and all of the uh, many challenges and I think opportunities that you uh, face in Oak Bay right now. Um, I really appreciate the optimism, the way that you view these uh, challenges as something that you can turn into in, into new opportunities in Oak Bay.
1: No, I, I really appreciate the interest. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful because I, I hear a lot of hopefulness from the community. I, I really do. I hear people saying, I think we can get there I think that it's possible for us to, to, to do all of this it may be idealistic but I do hear people saying I, I think we can create this I think that there's space for these different housing options I think that there's space for option for, for providing options to people um, They're interested in seeing new people uh, come to the community they, they they're excited about what they uh, what they have to offer you know I, when I talk to people about you know potentially providing more housing options, they say, you know, it's nice to see, it's nice to see families, it's nice to see kids, and it's a really great process, I, I really enjoy that, so I, I feel like, I'm glad, I think people are, are ready to have that, they're, they're happy to see us advancing that, to create the, the environment so that we can have that discussion, and we're starting slow, and we recognize these are little baby steps, and we really have to kind of like walk before we can run here, but we're, we're gaining speed, and uh, so I feel good about it.
0: Thanks so much for spending the time with us today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
0: This has been another episode of Amazing Places. I'm Dean Murdoch. Thanks for listening.